Hello, everyone, and welcome to another riveting edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bomb in the night. I am your host, John, joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Eric. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. You know why? Because we're halfway there. (laughs) Believe it or not. (laughs) I'm walking on air. Oh, oh, living on a prayer. I think that's how it goes. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Totally. Totally. Pretty sure that was Three's Company. Not Three's Company. Well, it was another fucking was show another tune. Show, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I can't uh, remember either. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Never thought I could be so free. Um, I'm applying chapstick because I was laughing so hard during this movie. It split my lips. <laughs> One sequence in particular absolutely destroyed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can, I cannot wait to get into that. So, guys, obviously by the title, we are getting into more of the Twilight Saga. Yeah. This week we did Eclipse, mm-hmm. the total eclipse of the heart, mm-hmm. which was kind of lost on me until mm-hmm. I got like to the end of the movie and I was like, oh, oh that's what it means. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, the books are like the whole cycle of the moon phases because you've got twilight. It's not a moon phase. Then you've got new moon. That's a moon phase. Then you've got eclipse. That doesn't come after anyway. And then you've got breaking dawn. It's also not a moon phase. So I don't know why they're named the way they are, but it, sure. I, I don't know. I mean, it was written by a Mormon, so you just got to kind of get over mm-hmm. that. But, like, I'm going to get into my first impression go for it. of this. Uh, I'm just going to jump right on in because, like, I will say this is the one that I've hated the least so far. Yep. And that is kind of the consensus with most people that have seen it. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. It's, it's still, like, <laughs> it's still a bad movie. Just barely watchable, <laughs> right? Like, the amount of alcohol that I had to consume to get through this film was less Mm -hmm. than the previous two films. We're doing this episode on our first try, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Because we we didn't have to get sloshed (laughs) to spend two hours of our life watching this. That's like the new nomenclature. is like, you don't want to get, like, new moon drunk. You want to get, like, (laughs) eclipse drunk. (laughs) That's going to be a t-shirt. We need to make that (laughs) t-shirt. It's just got moon phases, but they're backwards and don't make sense. <laughs> There's a sun for so, some reason. So yeah, so like this movie was as telling Eric before the before we started recording is ultimately everything that they were trying to convey in New Moon in Eclipse. So like th- like by the end of it, I was like, I don't even understand why New Moon was a fucking movie, yep. other than they wanted to show like Edward leaving, Bella staring. Mm-hmm jacob masturbating and like just like this weird fucking circle jerk i i still wouldn't say that like a lot happens in this movie but they killed a kid so i'll take that Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i don't remember the first time that i watched this movie so i don't know what my first impressions were i remember that it wasn't like i wasn't doing so against my will i think Mm -hmm. i watched this movie like four or five years after it came out or something okay and i was kind of just oh let's see how the story ends because i'm not reading the books right you know so and we um I was I think I was at a party and it was on or they were deciding if they wanted to watch it and I was like I've never seen it before and they're like oh we have to watch it or something I don't remember all the details oh my god uh, there you've were never people, seen Eclipse yeah basically there were people in the room with me when I saw it and it was I mean it's fine I guess I can't believe you didn't watch it after the cinematic masterpiece that was New Moon <laughs> yeah I it look 
I, it was like I was telling John before we started this episode, all that Twilight did was kind of build the world and establish that Edward mm-hmm. and Bella are in love with each other. Then they kill James. For no reason, right. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> then they kill James. Victoria goes on a war path. In New Moon, Edward leaves, like you mentioned. Um, we meet Jacob, and they kind of develop a relationship, him and Bella do. And then, like, Edward comes back, or, like, Bella goes and finds Edward in Italy, and the big evil vampire overlords. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, so that's kind of all that happens. I felt like between the three movies... Eclipse did more than both of them combined, both of the others combined in terms of like moving this plot the fuck along. You know what I mean? Right. Because you you ultimately could have met the Volturi in Twilight. You could have just seen him in a like, oh, what are they doing over there in America? You know, (laughs) like a a weird little clairvoyance (laughs) sequence. Ready my ship. (laughs) (laughs) Jane, say the word. Raise the mizzen mast. (laughs) We sail to America at dawn. I just I don't know, and it's the the thing that I thought was so funny about this movie is you can see them kind of having a harder time to get through their lines. Yeah, you know, you like in the acting performances, you can tell that they just they're aware of how shitty this is, and it's so funny, and and it's why I like it's why I hated that people gave people or people gave actors like Robert Pattinson so much Mm -hmm. like such a short leash. I'm not going to see that movie because the Vampire Boys in it, right? You know what I mean? It's like none of this was his fault though. I really don't believe any of this was any of their fault i think they were trying to capitalize on arguably the biggest book series since harry potter and make the movies out of those (laughs) that they could while it was hot because that was what i was going to talk about in terms of i forgot to say this earlier but like the reason people have been like well you know what happens with james's or with uh jasper's accent Mm -hmm. i do know what happens they hadn't written eclipse when twilight and new moon came out so that's why he's oh, like the book. Hadn't so written? that's why he suddenly oh. had a southern accent because that's the book that they chose to give him a backstory and they had to make it accurate. And so that's how quickly these movies were coming out in relation to the books themselves. And so, in oh my, my opinion, that's why the story falls apart so hard. <laughs> you know, that's that's why it almost feels the same way that the Star Wars. Uh, sequels did how we're changing directors and we kind of don't really know what we want to do with this so we have to leave open ends for the future movies and everything but we don't know if there are going to be future movies because the book hasn't come out yet you know and so it's <laughs> it's kind of one of those things for me um so yeah first impression i just i i don't know i thought it was okay yeah. I, I thought it was just another twilight movie i mean it wasn't like oh yo that one was actually good dog you know <laughs> like hey i'm glad it finally picked up it wasn't like you know i don't know anyway yeah i just yeah, I, I. It's funny because everything that I complained about feeling in the last episode was actually just reinforced mm-hmm. in fucking in fucking Eclipse. Yeah, she's like, and like, there's this just dumbass rhetoric between her and Jacob the entire time. He's like. Well, I said I wouldn't kiss you again until you asked me to. And of course, she like asked at the end. I'm right. like, I know this isn't like fucking. Pal- but that was beyond. foreshadowing. Like, <laughs> That's a literary device for smart people. (laughs) I also had like three revelations for like the rest of the plot. Yeah, you're you're sitting there on the couch like Alice in that cafeteria where you just you just like zoned out for a second. Oh shit! I just like autistically stare at the wall and I'm just like I just figured out the rest of the fucking Twilight Saga. My dissociative disorders kicking in. I definitely had more fun watching this film with you than the last two subsequent. Because, like, there's actually a fight sequence that 
kind of matters, you know, that kind of has some weight to if, it. If I knew anybody that was in this fight, yep. right, <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. There was definitely, like, I felt like there was more to make fun of. There was more, like, you know, this is a movie that you would, you know, get shit-faced with your buddy and watch, you know. Yeah. And, Which, weirdly, we didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who this we is, but. <laughs> <laughs> I am not drunk. <laughs> I've been here all day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been more sober, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I know you you gave up the uh, you do have to set, you do have to give up the itinerary, but there's something I really want to talk about yeah. before we get into the main episode, which we talked about before we got into this. But uh, go ahead and give the itinerary for Eclipse. Okay, this film was directed by David Slade. If you've seen 30 Days or a Night or Hard Candy, you're aware of David Slate because he directed those movies as well. Um, written by Melissa Rosenberg and Stephanie Meyer. I always like it when the author gets to be a writer in the movie. Didn't seem to help very much here, <laughs> but I do like the idea of that and what it represents um, for accuracy's sake and things like that. So um, Xavier Samuel is Riley, our new vampire bad guy or whatever, if you want to call it that. Kristen Stewart, Bella Swan, Robert Pattinson is Edward Cullen, Billy Burke is Charlie Swan, Justin Sean is Eric, Anna Kendrick is Jessica, Michael Welch is Mike, Christian Serratos is uh, Angela, Jackson Rathbone is Jasper, Ashley Green is Alice. Um, we meet the Beerses. I'm going to skip over them. They We saw the back of their heads, I think, in one scene. <laughs> I'm not sure why they're credited. Um, Sarah Clark is Renee. Peter Facinelli is Dr. Carlisle Cullen. Elizabeth Reeser is Esme Cullen. Kellen Lutz is Emmett Cullen. Nikki Reed is Rosalie Hale. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. The not Jessica Chastain is Victoria. Is um, that really... Bryce it, it is Howard? Bryce Dallas Howard. They did some work on her in the CGI department. I was going to say, because yeah. she doesn't even look remotely yeah. like she does. I'm attracted to her. I know. <laughs> you called Bryce Dallas Howard a six. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't call her that in Jurassic Park. Right. Or Jurassic World, mm -hmm. rather. <laughs> Taylor Lautner is uh, Jacob Black. Uh, Kiowa Gordon as Embry. Tyson Hausman as Quill. Bronson Pelletier Pelletier as Jared. Uh, Alex Mraz is Paul. Julia Jones is Leah Clearwater. Uh, Chask Spencer as Sam Uli. Gil Birmingham is Billy Black. Uh, Boo Boo Stewart is Seth. I don't know how long you want me to go. No, we're getting we're getting to characters that don't have names anymore. Um, but yeah, so the gang's all I here. Think you give I, up at Boo Boo Stewart. I really I well, and I'm glad we did that because we never like actually introduced the actors in the tribe. Yeah, and New Moon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it is worth mentioning. Anyhow, it's okay. We're not thought of very often. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> which is which is so reinforced in this I movie. I lay in bed at night with no problem, <laughs> just like with no <laughs> the conscience isn't going off in my head, feeling of guilt or empty. And I'm like staring at the ceiling, like you fucking whore. Yeah, yeah. miss <laughs> you me, fucking whore. Miss me. Yeah, I I, I do want to talk about the fact that it is absolutely insane to me one of my favorite vampire movies ever fucking made and i made a comment actually before we watched this movie or i think it was like while we were watching it that i would love to see crossover because they were talking about going to alaska mm. where <laughs> where like the the collins wind up having to battle the vampires from 30 days of night yeah dude <laughs> And in like a weird like Madagascar kind of way yeah. too, where they just don't belong here. <laughs> and then they just get bodied. <laughs> Everything is scary. They they're not equipped to handle anything. <laughs> Why are none of these vampires pretty or sparkly? <laughs> 
You all look like you eat people. They're just like drooling. <laughs> One spits out a finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, God. <laughs> but it's it's absolutely crazy to me that this is directed by. Th- this is his second his second vampire movie doing mm-hmm. a clit. And I wonder if they brought him on to give it more of a horror feel. Like it didn't happen, but no, I, no. I I wonder if that was like part of the decision making was they were trying to make it appeal to a larger audience. I and feel the- like he wanted to kill himself the whole time he was on set. Cause there's <laughs> he no- was getting that twilight <laughs> money, dog. <laughs> That's what that shit was. He said, hell yeah. He's just like relaxing in yeah. his chair. He's got like fucking chin up. He's not even watching the monitor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's just like- <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You nailed it. Great. That's excellent. Uh, next scene. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> Great job, Edward. I like that sound that you just made for no reason. That's the thing. Is like he is directing some soft ass fucking scenes, yeah. and like right th- there was a little bit of intimacy in Thirty Days of Night and Hard Candy, but like I, that's I, think I that's hate wh- thinking about intimacy and Hard Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're not wrong. I mean, that's what the movie was about. But it's just like, oh, shit. (laughs) Goosebumps. (laughs) But that was what was so wild to me was that this dude came off of... Because, guys, like, for those of you who don't know, uh, 30 Days of Night came out in 2007. Or 2008. 2007. Okay, 2007. Uh, Eclipse came out in 2010. So he probably started writing or going to work on this movie like as the Twilight movies were coming out. You know yeah, what I mean? I he, mean, he they that was the thing was they saw 30 Days of Night and they were like, "We want that on our team." And I was like, "That's not what you even make." Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's like it's like in uh, the Little Giants where Rick Moranis's character is watching that kid who's dressed up like a cowboy playing on the horse outside. <laughs> hey, you like football? No. Do you want to play football? No. Good. You can be on our team. Because <laughs> it feels like, and I this literally happened to me, like, it felt like when I went from being a sous chef making French cuisine to making cheeseburgers. <laughs> and I'm not here to shit on the American cheeseburger. I saw the menu. Yeah. <laughs> but but there's just, like, this, this weird fucking level of them trying to pull that into this ethos. And it just didn't really translate for me and i yeah i think he fucking hated the fact that yeah. he was doing this but he, like you said he was making twilight money right. so who gives a fuck right <laughs> they were already established he was probably paid millions of dollars to show up and do this yeah shit. i would never work again i would never oh work he again. probably made 40 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> just in residuals that's why royalties matter for streaming services by the way so when shit hits like this that everybody gets theirs, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because so, there's nobody that worked on this movie. Like, in my opinion, I can't imagine there was anybody who would, like, say that was their best experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the most fun I ever had on a set. Highly doubt that. <laughs> I really feel like this is one of the best movies I ever made. No. <laughs> Stop telling me things you don't believe. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> The red carpet's weird. Yeah. But let's get into it. So They're in our flower field. In their flower field. I want to get to one thing before the oh, flower Oh, because you're field. right. There yeah, is yeah. A, there is an inconsequential sequence at the beginning. Yeah. Th- well, there's inconsequ- inconsequential scenes throughout this entire fucking film. Episode's over. Yeah. <laughs> this night, movie was inconsequential <laughs> to Twilight. We start off with like watching what will be our main 
No, I, it's like he's not even our main antagonist. He was just so poorly written. He's a plot uh, device, kind of. Yeah, yeah he, but he gets infected with vampire venom in like this whooshing, like the the rain the the rain is falling down like Hillary Duff's in the background and like fucking he like we see the whooshes through the screen to show us that there is a vampire about and he gets bitten it literally looks like it was shot by a 13 year old girl if she was directing underworld yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was shot like a music video from the daredevil soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> vampire falls down changes and goes wake me up (laughs) my god my turn again (laughs) now we're in a field of flowers for some i was gonna say fucking reason yeah um and it's kind of like marry me bella (laughs) no no marry me bella no no starts kissing And that's that's like the epitome of a toxic relationship is like when you start trying to talk about something serious and you just start making out yeah. instead. It's like <laughs> I just don't know that lying in a field of flowers and kissing the person you love can be like that, like repetitively fun. First of all, you know what lays in fields of flowers? Dead bodies. Snakes. Yeah. You know why? Because that is a predatory zone, which Got makes it. sense because according to Edward, he is a predator. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that old snake in He's the grass. He's a little snake in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Some deer walks out in the clearing and gets its fucking head blown <laughs> off while they're, while they're making out. <laughs> Mother! <laughs> Mother! <laughs> Bella! <laughs> Nobody's ready for a Bambi reference and everybody's fucking crying now. Um, but the idea is basically like they're, they've, they're, She's about to graduate. I say they're about to graduate. I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, because he's graduated probably a hundred times now. She's talking about like I got an English final. You need to stop making out with me. Like, just do it for her. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, also, if you're going to be a vampire, nothing changes in English class. It's like history class. <laughs> There's nothing new that comes out that gets worked into the you know what's it the curriculum. You know. Dude, I, I just had this realization. Like, I know, you, I was, you went into Alice mode yeah, again. Yeah. I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> you know what would be the absolute perfect job for a vampire? I don't know. Is traveling musician. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. You never have to give your age uh-huh. anywhere. No bar gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> And you could have one of those little ventriloquist dummy things that you could like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's like pretending to play the guitar. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I play the guitar. And it's like referential. It's like a van. It's like Billy Corgan <laughs> as a puppet. It's like Nosferatu as a as a puppet. He's like, the world is a vampire. Do 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 do. I'm a fucking vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody cares. He's really good. <laughs> the other thing that bugs me about this this uh, field scene is the whole shit about like if you implicate vampires your whole family gets destroyed right that's a hell of a fucking risk and that's (laughs) awful irresponsible of you to just be out there and who could there could be anybody out there right you know what i mean all these people do are hike that's what they talk about (laughs) what do you want to do well there's like hiking and biking and whale watching and shit so all we do is go outside so i don't know i just feel like it's weird that he like so often exposes himself he's outside during the daylight and he's not even sparkling at one point in this movie because it doesn't serve the plot Dude. <laughs> and it's 
like broad daylight. He's like in it's, the sun. <laughs> I can see the it's, sun reflecting off of his skin when he is talking to Jacob. His eyes are squinting. He can't see it so bright. <laughs> it's stupid. It just doesn't make any sense. But like. So the idea is that she's graduating and she Also I put this note as gay poetry in a field. The gay poet society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh she gets to go to Jacksonville for like a week, I think, or whatever, and yeah. as like as like a graduating parting of the I don't know. She doesn't live with her mom anyway. I guess that's just what you do is you go celebrate your graduation with your mom across the fucking country. But Edward comes with her. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like this is my favorite shot of the whole movie. Is her mom go? They're like sitting out in the sun. Yeah, she's like, "Oh man, feel that vitamin D on your skin." And she's such a slut. <laughs> she's such a fucking whore. <laughs> and it was so funny because she looks over at Bella and she's just like, "It's so weird, like the way that he just like looks at you, like he just wants something." And it go it goes to this shot of. Edward looking through a glass door of their home that is four feet from them being outside, and no one thinks that this is weird. Yeah. Like, the mom's never like, it's so weird that he's just staring at us from inside instead of coming outside. And it's just, it's so fucking awkward. <laughs> That's kind of always been my thing, is I just don't know, like, habitually how you would never be figured not figured out but why nobody would draw questions from your behavior you know right it's like it's just weird it just doesn't make sense so we get back and i know that's kind of and yeah the, and then they come back to forks so. yeah the, <laughs> it's like there's so much like i don't understand how these movies are two hours the first two thirds of this movie is like that where there's just a scene that leads to another scene because i even had notes yeah that i was gonna be like hey we should go back and talk about this but then i read my note and it said school nothing happens <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, we're going to keep on fucking rolling. <laughs> nothing happens. They go to school and nothing fucking happens. Um, Alice has an autistic breakdown. Like, mm -hmm. that's about it. So in Alice's vision, as we come to find out, I'm not going to suspend any like, oh, what's going on? Kind yeah. of here. Okay. She saw that Victoria is back in Forks and Victoria is yeah. is breeding an army in Seattle. Sorry, she's not in Forks. And she's I don't think they Seattle. figured that out yet, right? They, they just, haven't figured it out at this point. They just know Victoria's back. Everybody but Bella knows. And the whole idea was, let's just protect Bella. Let's just let her not yeah. be in on this and that kind of thing. Um they encounter Victoria after a uh, series of murders that disappearances from the city. They like she makes it back to Forks. A for, series of unfortunate yeah, events. I don't know why she would come back to Forks alone, but she does. Um, right. And so there's a chase sequence where the Cullens are chasing after Victoria, and she jumps across the river into the Quileute territory, and yeah. then the wolves start chasing her, and she goes kind of this back-and-forth thing, right? Yeah. So all that comes from this is essentially that she's in Forks, and everybody's... And this was stupid on both sides right. of people that were chasing Victoria. Right. Like, th this was just like, I can't believe that their argument was... You're on my land. You got your peanut butter and my chocolate. You got your chocolate and my peanut butter. I'm like, you both wanted to kill Victoria. Right. Because <laughs> it's like the Hatfields and the McCoys. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. Well, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Like right, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, yeah. is like there is consistently the depiction of the natives in this, that we are just brainless fucking savages mm -hmm. that are just like, there's your target. 
kill your target, good dog. Like that's yeah, yeah. And that's the whole premise. Yeah. That's yeah. our whole archetype. But the spirit <laughs> of the wolf runs through our blood. We call it fucks with dog. <laughs> like we Matanya. <laughs> the great we Matanya. I'm a shaman. I can heal you, Dad. <laughs> This movie is more offensive than anything we just said. <laughs> exactly. He would have hit me if I had been offensive. Um, so basically, the next day at school, uh, when they show up, Jacob's Which for there. some reason, she's still going to. Uh, yeah, like I, it know. Matters. I know. I know. I <laughs> know. Jacob's there, and Jacob's school like... School is the most inconsequential thing in this whole series. <laughs> Jacob goes, uh, you didn't tell her? And he's like, just leave it alone, Jacob. And he's like, no. And he like holds her really tight, kind of looks at him. You know, never <laughs> what's going on? Victoria's back with that Dutch so shit eating grin. <laughs> that whole like, let's spare Bella the knowledge of this lasted a whole four and a half minutes in this movie. You know what I mean? So again, right. that just didn't matter. That was four and a half minutes of a movie that didn't have to happen. Yeah. Um, except Emmett accidentally got on their turf. Uh oh, he broke the treaty. So now I have to come and warn him. You know. If one of you ever steps on my land again, you'll I break will the fuck tr- you yeah. in the butt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got real awkward for a minute. Everybody just kind of stopped know, and stared. So <laughs> the cars are stopped. And people are like looking out the window. Did you say butt fuck him? Someone gets rear-ended. <laughs> Coincidentally. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> it's going to be like that, but with a Mack truck. <laughs> Because I'm huge. Because <laughs> I'm Dutch. You think he's got a red <laughs> rocket down there? Uh, I don't mean that as a Native American joke. That was a wolf joke. <laughs> How? <laughs> Probably not because he's, you know, fucking white. But <laughs> Yeah, my boy <laughs> did a whole DNA test on Taylor Lautner <laughs> while we were waiting on filming recording this episode. I am a human being that has spent a lot of time around Native Americans. And I got to tell you, like, there's just something that's quite white about yeah. him so if, if you google search it which i don't know the lividity of that if i'm being totally honest with you but it's like yeah he's german he's french he's dutch and according to him this is a direct quote according to him he, tracing back through his mother's line he has connections far back hmm. to three different tribes mm-hmm. Um, so my boy's probably like, you know, 6% Native American. Mm-hmm. So he gets to use terms like Clayface and shit like that, mm-hmm. you know. Does he? <laughs> According to him, probably. Okay. <laughs> cool. I mean, he played a Native American for five fucking movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty much Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time in history anybody has ever put Taylor Lautner and Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> in the same sentence. I just want you... Dances with cucks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever... <laughs> Ever put Daniel Day Lewis's name in a sentence with Taylor Lautner? Fuck ever that! Again. He was he was he was the one from Dances with Wolves. He chose to make that movie. He chose to make that movie. He's also probably the greatest actor of all time. A hard disagree. No, Daniel Day Lewis is fantastic. Absolutely not. No, Absolutely. Not. This is the new episode. Yeah, this that, is that's like saying Tom Cruise was the greatest samurai of all time. It's, not. <laughs> it's exactly it's, no. It's exactly the there same. There will be blood. Gangs of New York. <laughs> no, what you're naming are great movies. That doesn't make Dude. him the best actor of all time. <laughs> I firmly disagree. Did you put Jeremy Irons under that dude? Jeremy Irons under Daniel Day Lewis. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. 
All right, we got to move on because you're like <laughs> I've just never heard anything that fucking stupid. <laughs> yes, you have. Next scene. <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> it turns out the only way to protect Bella is by joining the tribe and the Collins. For whatever reason, this little girl from high school is going to be the reason that these people put a hold on their disagreement and everything and risk everybody's lives to protect her. And when it's, it's two dudes that just want to fuck her. And it's just two dudes that want to fuck her. <laughs> so, this is the beginning of why I believe that anybody born... She was the London Bridge, if you will, <laughs> yeah. between there these. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's nice. Kind of a, well, I'm not going to make that joke. I think Fergie um, wrote that song about her. Really? I'm no. surprised Fergie wrote a song about anybody besides herself. <laughs> London Bridge was about her? Oh my God. <laughs> Who would do that? Fergie would do that. <laughs> I just, this is, this is where I start kind of saying, this is a, this is an opinion of mine. Um, I you be- just said one that I'm going to fucking punch you in the throat for, but I, go, go ahead. I believe that people that were into Twilight and the books and the movies and all of that, um, and have like sought a relationship like the one Bella has for any, at any level at any time in their life or whatever, uh, should apologize. <laughs> Because System of the Down wrote a song about it. Because this shit is so toxic. The toxicity. It's horrible. It's horrible. She has every opportunity to say, Jacob, I'm marrying Edward. I know I'm going to marry Edward, and I know that he's going to turn me into a vampire, and she never takes it. But she wants to, and this is a, a colloquialism and an idiom that has been misconstrued for a long time. It is have your cake or eat your cake and have it too not the other way around because if you have your cake of course you're going to eat it right so mm-hmm. so she is the epitome of this nobody's idiot. ever explained that to me and i appreciate that because yeah. it actually makes a lot of sense when you say it correctly i've never thought that phrase made any sense yeah exactly yeah. you're eating your cake and you're having it you're enjoying it you're right being a part of well it. it's in front of you after you've ate it yeah exactly and that, you know, <laughs> You're That's like, why that works, isn't no, it? No, I'm watching my calorie intake this one. <laughs> no, I'm not. I had my cake and I ate it too. Hello, everyone. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. If you would like to be able to support us, some of the best ways to do that are by leaving us a review, preferably a good one, on whatever streaming service you are listening to right now. That helps our algorithm and boosts us in, as well as liking or pre-saving our episodes. If you would like to be able to support us directly, the best way to do that is by joining our Patreon. The lowest price at $3 a month, which gives you access to commercial free exclusive interviews bonus episodes and a plethora of other things we definitely have other uh, standard levels as well however that is in fact the cheapest and easiest way to help us so thank you guys so much for listening today either way thank you for the support if you'd like to know anything that's coming up event wise for us make sure to follow us on instagram at under the floorboards five again that's under the floorboards five and check out our patreon at patreon.com backslash under the floorboards see you there enjoy the show
So, and, and that's what makes this so toxic. This is what makes her the shittiest character of all time, is she is trying to have a backup plan with Jacob the whole time. I think she is, too. I really I yeah. really think she is, too, because that's why she doesn't ever just pull the trigger. I mean, she does, like, yeah. this is my life that I've chosen. But Be- I'm, bats, but eyelashes, But I Jacob. haven't said yes to marrying Edward right. yet. Right, and I'm not like, saying no to you, either. I'm just saying that I'm just in living life, man. I'm in my selfish <laughs> teens, Okay. I just, <laughs> Which is why Edward and I want Bella have nothing in common. Right. They have nothing in common. I think he's just rich. I he, think that's what it is. There's no blood that goes to his penis. I don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, can he get a boner? Is it like that frost rod from, from Blue Mountain State? <laughs> it just deals 20 points of cryo it's, damage with every, with every plunge. <laughs> it's the fear boner. <laughs> That ice dickle. Uh, the the one thing I do want to go back to for a second is before we get on like the protection detail thing okay. where like the tribes yeah, are coming yeah. together is because this is new for me is this is the first time we actually talk about imprinting <laughs> because Bella's dad who is like the goat of of this entire series far and away my favorite character yeah it, it, like I we literally watched him like separate a fight between a werewolf and a vampire because they had so much respect for him. <laughs> Because otherwise they'd be like, dude, just fucking throws him into a vase mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, right. But there was a, uh, so the dad, Charlie, mm-hmm. which super disrespectful. We don't call him dad. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Even though he's like the one that actively takes care of her and like make sure that she has everything that she needs and all this shit. And genuinely seems to like be willing to put up with her bullshit because he loves her so much. Like yeah. I mean, like really. He literally knows that she's in a love triangle. When he when he like addresses <laughs> it too, he tiptoes around it too, because he doesn't want to hurt her feelings or make her like right. because what she does when she feels threatened in a conversation is she threatens to go back to Jacksonville. Yeah. And so he has to be careful what he says or he she's gonna like walk out of his life forever. Yeah. Because she's already establish that as a mechanism of control Just and the, like his wife wow right isn't that great isn't, yeah. isn't that so healthy <laughs> isn't that the kind of daughter you want to be the toxicity <laughs> so this is a bella sucks episode now uh, <laughs> at this point we gotta start bella, keeping the, bella sucks number four <laughs> right, we gotta we gotta we gotta start keeping track <laughs> That's a deep breath. That's a deep for breath. you OGs out there. Yeah, anybody who listened to episode two, <laughs> people that you're listen a real to episodes one. in sequence <laughs> instead of picking and choosing, <laughs> like a real one, we appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so so we're talking about the imprinting, and <laughs> Eric looks at me and he was like, "I know that you already know this, so try not to throw up yeah. while you're watching this scene because it is Jacob explaining what imprinting means." to a dog i guess because he got that dog in him and and what it is too what it's because it's so stupid because what it is it's it's a play on loyalty it's it's a riff off of that relationship you have with your pet and it's also animalistic which is super like it's it the human to animal relationship that it's riffing off of though is like super gross when you really think about like where that's coming from from like within a dog's brain yeah you know what i mean so when he says it's no longer gravity holding you to the earth. It's her, and you would do anything for her. Be anything for her. Okay, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> the person that Jacob imprints on is a baby. Is a fucking baby. So, throughout the course of this movie... Defying gravity we are. <laughs> we are... <laughs> 
something is not the same. <laughs> um, so through the course of this movie, we're establishing how like this is real s- serious shit here. <laughs> I'm through with playing by the rules of someone else's game. Exactly. Exactly. You see how fucking weird this is? Wicked wouldn't have been popular <laughs> if people didn't like. <laughs> but not more popular than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. And they all are theater kids. Everyone's like, John's gay. Right. That's fine. I mean, who cares? I don't care what your mom thinks. She's the one that's down there. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, And I'm I'm going to go harder on the imprinting thing when we actually get to Breaking Dawn and we see it sure, happen. Sure, totally, totally. I feel like that's the proper moment for me to go on my imprinting rant and and what I how I like truly feel about I just this. assume that she's going to punch Jacob in the face again. Mm-hmm. But this time she'll do it with the force of a thousand vampires. Right. A thousand black suns. <laughs> or regular ones. It doesn't really matter in this universe. <laughs> but yeah, so we have this really gross imprinting in our minds now that like Jacob is eventually going to fuck this baby. And she does. Like you can tell like she's uncomfortable. Like Bella's uncomfortable. She's like, have you. um Because she thinks it's about mm-hmm. her. Just like she thinks everything is about. Right. Imprinted on anyone he's like you would know if i did and he kind of like like walks in, you know <laughs> so if, it, the brooding is... worked for edward it must work for me too <laughs> yeah yeah dude and so, and so what he does is he decides to tell her that he wishes she was dead instead of in this relationship with this other person that makes her totally happy because that's what normal guys do that's what normal well you know well adjusted well, guys do and there is more to that it's still disgusting i'm not justifying jacob but when we go on protection detail, mm-hmm. so we have this scene where, like, Edward drops off uh, Bella with uh, Jacob. And, of course, Jacob wears a shirt maybe 30% of this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was his only defense. He had a, <laughs> it's my defense mechanism. <laughs> Jacob objectively has a better body than Edward does. And he oh, and yeah. he's working that to death. <laughs> Edward puts the twink in twinking. Right. Like. <laughs> that, is, that is a disgusting cream-filled drink. <laughs> this may be another unpopular opinion. I didn't know that it was weird to like Daniel Day-Lewis a lot. Um, but I, I don't think that anybody actually likes Twinkies. <laughs> Balls. You know Twinkies I mean? are delicious. Yeah. There are just about... T- it's the pineapple thing all over again. It's not, that, <laughs> it's not that pineapples don't belong on pizza. It's that there are about 10 other hostess treats that are better i would just rather eat a cosmic brownie (laughs) cosmic brownies are okay they're not my favorite either i really fucked with the um please don't say the christmas treats no the swiss rolls like like the the chocolate and it's basically just a chocolate twinkie i mean i'm kind of like not really proving my point very well um so i'm just gonna move on (laughs) i just prefer it black (laughs) Uh, listen uh so (laughs) so anyways edward is dropping off uh bella with uh jacob and like <laughs> i just can't even get through this because fucking uh, robert madsen has the most awkward acting of uh, all time because he's like first of all i'm gonna make out with this lesbian for three minutes <laughs> in front of the boy that loves her <laughs> in front of the boy that loves her before i send her off with him to fucking send a message i guess asserting dominance <laughs> which only gets weirder I need- when, when she starts walking across to jacob and he goes hey beautiful and he hugs her like that weird bro friend yeah. <laughs> and he just like 
and like makes a little eye contact. <laughs> it just like smells her while he's smells making the eyes. shit out of her. <laughs> and I get it, it's a wolf thing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. It's a wolf thing. You got to say it like an, it's a wolf thing. Uh, it's a wolf thing. Yeah. I've got that dog in me. <laughs> <laughs> he just like fucking gets this hefty whiff of Kristen Stewart's U-Haul inside and just like looks over at fucking Edward. And it's just like, yeah, right. yeah. And I'm like, dude, he, she's like trying, like actively trying to fuck him. The only thing that's stopping this from happening, happening is him yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, Um, So we go into like this weird like. It was a tribal council meeting? Yeah, this happens. Um, yeah, well, like no, a... no, no, the tribal council meeting is next. You're correct. Yeah. He, he, so I don't. I want you to break this down for me because I don't feel like it would be appropriate to bring somebody who you're not married to who isn't a part of the tribe to a tribal council meeting. It's not about marriage. It's about merit. And the merit doesn't even have to be high because a lot of tribes, I can't speak for the quill for every tribal council in history and how yeah, it operates yeah because yeah. like the stuff that really kind of exists nowadays like you have your res councils um but you also have like clans now where it's like an amalgamation of different tribes and stuff like i was in a clan that was with uh people from the sioux the lakota fucking cheyenne I'm Muskogee, and like we, it was just kind of a hodgepodge. Is this kind shit. of regional? Yeah, it's totally, kind of the to- idea. Totally, okay. totally, yeah. and it, and and part of the reason for that is there are not reses everywhere. Like when I was in Virginia, I really didn't have a lot of reses to fall back on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas, like, there's two in North Carolina, um, and it's it's a lot of stuff is kind of lax compared to what it used to be. You know, there's some stuff that you still kind of adhere by. Like if a peace pipe's been blessed, like women can't touch it. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, and and, and the stuff that gets overlooked a lot is a lot of that stuff. Isn't like, you know, heteronormative. It's not like saying men are better or anything like that, because what a lot of people lose sight of that on is a lot of these tribes, like mine, mine as well. uh, The chiefs were all chosen by women. You know, so like the the whole tribe would get together and decide who the next chief was going to be. And there were multiple chiefs like you had peace chiefs, you had fucking war chiefs, you had like there the the spectrum of that was a lot wider. And I I don't think it's super weird that Bella would just show up that Bella. Well, that Bella would be brought in. Not that she would just show up. I don't think that I think if she just showed up. Uh Hey, (laughs) hey. How? <laughs> I brought Twinkies. <laughs> you better show up with a bag of catfish, bitch. Like, <laughs> I was going to, because in my opinion, like, it, was, it wasn't that I thought it was weird, because again, in the context of the movie, sure. he, he's introducing Bella to all the, like, this is the newest member. This is, uh, this is, uh, uh, Harry Clearwater's son who just turned, you know, who just made the What's transformation yeah. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that would make sense. From my standpoint, if I were in a tribe and were a part of the council, I want to meet the bitch. I yeah. want you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Bring her over, you know? <laughs> Honestly, like, the, the intertribal interactions were weirder than anything else to me. Yeah. Like, like you said, like, you actually made the comment where it was like, they're just, like, sitting around the fire not talking. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait. The council's about to start. Bella's here now. It was like, y'all were waiting on Bella? That That's what struck me weird about it, because it was that exchange of dialogue. It was just weird. The chiefs start playing on the TV. Oh. <laughs> 
this is my biggest issue with the entire fucking movie was Stephanie Meyer took colonization and just did it again in her story. And it just felt unnecessary. And like, here's my thing. I feel like in this series, the wolves are vilified. And I think Mm -hmm. in like, not even just like, in the sense that she doesn't choose Jacob and he's like the antagonist to the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's not even just that. Like, Everything that they do is vivisected on uh, on a level that doesn't really make sense to me, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I'm biased on that. It's perpendicular to logic. But but <laughs> but that's the thing is it starts off with um, they're like white men came across the sea and brought us pain and misery. Uh, that's Iron Maiden for those of you who don't know. Right. But like he, essentially, like they came across a vampire that had slaughtered like three of their tribes mm-hmm. women. And what, what did they do? They fucking murked him. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so of course you can't do that. Turns out. Yeah. As yeah. it turns out, uh, you, they said they white sent, people really be thinking they can kill whoever they want <laughs> and, and just get away with it. So homeboy's girlfriend shows up. Right. And fucking eviscerates this this village and or this tribe and like this was honestly like a little bit triggering for me because it was like it was so unnecessary uh-huh. to write this story that far back because she comes in and kills like according to them there is one spirit warrior left yeah and he doesn't even like battle the vampire well mm-hmm. mark this because this is the dumbest fucking part of this whole movie yeah. is the girl cuts her hand so it distracts the vampire long enough so that the spirit warrior can fucking battle the vampire because she's distracted for a second and kill her and go about the rest of their day she is surrounded by dead bodies bleeding bleeding (laughs) all over the place right how the fuck did you even smell that stupid it's it it was just it was fucking insulting yeah to like to to watch the story how weak your people are supposed to be in this universe oh my god (laughs) because when we're when we were in victoria's chase earlier not only was she running from the wolves Uh the wolves were like catching up to she switched sides from the wolves because she was like i would rather deal with the collins yeah (laughs) (laughs) edward a bitch first of all because i can outrun him (laughs) (laughs) and 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 that's that's part of it too is like it just doesn't make sense like it just actively didn't fucking make sense and well and so are they all like inbred yeah you know what i mean because if like the only spirit warrior that exists is like you know like removed by 100 120 years or whatever because if i'm not mistaken they were in like victorian era yeah or whatever this fake time period you know what i mean so it's like i mean so so are they all just like cousins you know what i mean yeah like quote unquote i guess like, absolutely you we're, know we're savages we're cousin fuckers we're yeah. the weaker species right. we're and the that's less what intelligent. i that's like, what i don't understand they probably already explained it in the movies and i just don't care um but <laughs> i i couldn't figure out for the life of me if it was hereditary or if it was like a blessing i don't a, get it a la, like skyrim where you can like choose to be the spirit of odivine yeah <laughs> choose to be like of beast blood if you want to you know yeah. what i mean um i don't know but it 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 just the thing that sucked about this sequence for me is 
I just didn't really need the backstory on why they hate vampires so much. I was good with the, just the classic yeah. werewolf lichens and vampires don't get along. Yeah. I, like, I was there already. We're beasts, you're cocks. Right. Like, we get it. <laughs> right. And that was always what my thing, too, was. Like, I just don't believe that a, that a werewolf in this universe... In, in all universes, but in this universe especially, couldn't 1v1 a minor vampire. Exactly. Like, like an untrained vampire. Exactly. You're like the chief of this village and the only remaining, presumably the strongest if you're the only remaining. Right. And you can't beat this one person, you know what I mean? Because that was the only thing, like, they during that scene, uh, the female vampire, like, had her hands on either side of his jaw, and I was like, well, I know what's going to happen because there's still werewolves, but, like... It just, it just like everything just felt like a knock yeah. instead of yeah, like yeah. like progressive plot or anything that makes sense. Like, <laughs> never mind the fact that they had a golden opportunity to make a cool werewolf backstory, you right. know, to like give it like some respect and honor and that kind of thing, and they just chose not to. And I, you know, why they did because that's exactly how Mormons feel about Native Americans. Yeah. And I'm not like going to go on like this fucking long ass diatribe about it, but that's exactly why that story is fucking written that way. Right. It's exactly why right. it's written that way because it's they, what Stephanie Meyer knows. They don't see us as fucking human. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It's, it's that fucking simple. And people are like, John, why don't you like Twilight? And there, and there's a lot of shit like that. There's a, there, there's that dialogue. It's okay to love multiple people. <laughs> It's okay to imprint on babies. You know, there's a lot of that shit that goes into that that you can hear the Mormon shit going. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna make twelve babies with this semi-automatic baby. doctrine flying out of the writing here. And there. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. Do you want to talk about the sequence anymore? Because where I was gonna go next is basically no. All I, all I want to say is fuck Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, I think okay, she's cool. a cunt, and yeah. I can't believe that she made this fucking series. <laughs> right. So for those of you listening right now that love love twilight that's fine we're gonna finish it because we love you not yeah. because we want to finish this but, but also again <laughs> stephanie meyer's a cunt anyways yeah. <laughs> um there the, i don't i'm lost on like the exact like this happened before oh, this scene so, and this so, happened before this scene where i wanted to go next just me personally was the walk that um bella and jacob have by that's the exact, lake. yeah that's okay. exactly where we're at so this is where he basically confesses it's not just a crush i'm completely in love with you i'm going to fight for you until your heart stops beating kiss. How did it end up like this? he she she does the whole thing no this is like what this is the life that i'm choosing and i'm happy that maybe for the first time in this movie and this whole series that she's telling Jacob, I Edward's the person that I'm going to end up with. And you're just going to have to be okay with that. I want you to be in my life, but I want you to be in my life as a friend. And that's when he chooses to confess his feelings and everything, which to me is again, one of those things where if I'm in the pack, I'm telling this dude like, Hey man, you probably just, you have an imprinted honor. You know, when you fall in love with the person that you're meant to yeah. spend your entire life with, and it hasn't happened with her. So you're probably good. Well, you know, also, it's probably, gonna be okay dude i feel like this is something they're probably not going to touch on in the movie so yeah. I, I i do want to bring this up because I, I was thinking about that too can you be in love with somebody like you can have a partner right in this world and still imprint on somebody else you can imprint on somebody that you do not maintain a romantic relationship with does he have a romantic relationship with this child yes Okay. Not 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 in <laughs> not not necessarily in child form, but the idea again is that in child form she gets she gets to like size. Oh, 18. in about in about four years, she yeah. becomes a teenager and becomes legally, physically fuckable. Le you, I guess. you know what I mean? And it's just like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait on the imprinting thing. I really don't want to do this now. Okay. Um, 
Because I'm about to go off on y'all. I love y'all again. But Epstein this is, didn't but kill this himself. Is, this is wild. What y'all called like something that you like were into and enjoyed and loved. It is crazy to me <laughs> that so many people accepted this shit as normal um, and craved it I, and, 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 and devoured and that shit. Ate it. Ate it. Ate it. It's stupid. Um, so. The idea, though, is that you don't necessarily, like, if she chooses, if the person you imprint on chooses that they, they don't want to be in a romantic relationship with you, you're still that loyal, obedient little lap dog you're that's, that's going to yeah. be with them forever, no matter what. And that, again, to me, that's the knock. Ew. Is that yeah, these, exactly. is that these exactly. super powerful lichens who have the ability, these superhuman abilities to transform into these, like, beast spirit creature and wreak havoc on the world if they wanted to, to like, actively get put in this little corner where they yeah. like at best are a pet yeah you know what i mean the other version of it is they fuck kids so <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so congratulations native american representation in film and literature if you want to call that film or literature um bella does not like it when uh jacob leans in and kisses her against her will so she punches him in the face apparently werewolves are super strong when they're not in like and for me either right. so she breaks her hand across his jaw stupid bitch. yeah it's like <laughs> so he drives her home um edward immediately is is like already there like because he like, just read everyone's it, mind. Because it took me a minute to be like, how does he even know what happened? Because he just like yeah. ran up and was like, if you could touch her again without her consent. Yeah. I was like, what the Which, fuck? Which, for me, would have been precisely how I would have reacted in that totally. moment. I'm breaking totally. up with her anyway, because I'm aware of the conversation that she's having with Jacob and everybody throughout. Like, I just don't know. I just don't know. But you I know? had it in my head that he, like, Bella called him on on her cell phone, like, on the way back. So, like, and, I kissed, I kissed like, Jacob. So, J- Jacob's like sitting in the driver's seat and Bella's like calling Edward and Edward's just having a fucking meltdown. And Jacob's just smiling like ear to ear. <laughs> you stupid bitch. The little twink bitch got what he deserved. But Charlie saves the day. He comes down the stairs yeah. and is like, hey, break it up, you two. And like with his little human hands, like makes again, them. They got so much respect for him. Makes them both back up a little bit. What's going on? I kissed Bella without her consent, and she broke her hand punching me in the face. It was a total misunderstanding. <laughs> and he's just like, all right. <laughs> Everybody go home. <laughs> as Char- a police chief. Charlie's like, I don't know what to make of like most of this shit. <laughs> as a police chief, that's not the weirdest thing he heard this week. So he just let it go. Everybody got home. Whatever. Because on the other side of that, people are just dying everywhere right people are just like dying across washington right right Right. i didn't put it together until this watch and this is probably like fairly obvious if not completely obvious but that dude from the missing poster is to 100 riley and and i'm sure that they said that out loud but i I watched it was like oh that's who that guy is because i just (laughs) thought he was like some guy at a bar that they chose to like hone in on right but it was because these people like she could like give them a year to develop or what i don't know because it doesn't make sense because that goes contrary to the whole thing about the first two weeks that there are vampires when they're the most i i can't with that part of the logic yeah, for, yeah. For okay the story <laughs> it, it just it just actively does not make sense yeah 
So, go ahead. Well, I was saying, it's like the the venom's in their blood for the first two weeks at the highest point, which is when they're the strongest, and that's when they're the best fucking physical shape of their life. And my biggest thing, more than anything else, is according to them, it also just turns them all into Ipmon. Because, yeah. like, they, we do the combat training later, and Jasper's like, do not go for the obvious kill. Why? You will lose. Yeah. And I'm like... These aren't trained fighters. Yeah. This is a dude who just stumbled out of a bar at they're, 3 o'clock in the morning. They're <laughs> thralls also. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also. I don't want to make this con- this connection, and if you want to delete this, you're welcome to if you think this is too much. But it is not lost on me that him being a part of the Confederate Army makes him the most qualified to kill slaves. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, that part isn't lost on me either. Well, not, you know, not to mention like the, the subtext of that is just, again, one of those things where I'm like, that's kind of weird, though, isn't it, Stephanie Meyer? When we get into the battle in a second, we'll talk about it a little bit more. But what Jasper said was also objectively not true. Because what did they do? They ran into battle and punched people in the face, and they fucking died. The person that was closest to him that will clearly appear to be weaker, that's also strategy. If you're, if, if you're playing like a, uh, if you get mobbed in a video game, or if you're playing like D&D or whatever, sure. your first priority should be taking damage off the board, yeah. wherever that is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know that's, that's all we're trying to do here. Don't let their, them get their arms around you. They wrap up like three werewolves that don't get hurt at all. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Exactly. Um, but but yeah, we have um what we have like this like non sequitur scene almost where uh we see the chaos, we see people getting killed, we see vampires feeding, and then we see Jane and, 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 and like the the henchman Volturi. <laughs> yeah, the, the minor Volturi. Yeah. Ones that don't have thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Jane doesn't even have a throne, she's just a fucking god uh, among men. <laughs> Pain <I know>. bitch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, but she has some pretty like gangster dialogue in that scene where yeah. she was just like, I guess like, you know, we just let them do their thing. And when they fucking get out of line, we just stop them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get, and actually, uh, earlier in this movie is when I realized it was because of Jane, what's going to happen with Bella's vampire, mm-hmm. which I am excited. It's not the right word. <laughs> Bella, um, go ahead. I, I, I just like. I am glad that there's some, something that's going to tie up to what makes sense. Because otherwise, like, Jane's just God tier, right? Like, she just looks at somebody and they just fucking fall to the ground. Yeah. And it's like, the all I'm going to, without spoiling anything, because what I'm going to say isn't actually going to spoil the ending of the movie. For people that have seen the end of Breaking Dawn Part 2, you know what I mean when I say it's not going to spoil anything. Bella saves a lot of lives with her power. Yeah. In, in the big final fight that's coming that. at the end yeah. of this shit. So I, I will say that. Again, we kind of get our sort of Mary Sue shit. <laughs> kind of is where I start thinking about that. Because not only does she become like the most like fierce and loyal and um, driven by love and commitment and passion and rage. And Slave. you know what I mean? And that kind of thing. We get the fact that she also has like arguably the most useful and practical vampire power of any of them. You know, and it's just like, okay. You should have been a vampire the whole time, right? Like, the, and she should have. And this is what this is what that's my, what this movie was. Th- about. This is what this is my biggest <laughs> issue with this movie is had they just converted Bella before Victoria, before her army arrived, she would have a been able to fight in the fight. You know, I and mean? she would have been much less fragile. Wouldn't have required protection from Seth and Edward, which is already weird. Because, Jacob wouldn't be warming her cold ass body right. up in that tent because, mm-hmm. like, because if, if you like. 
if she's not in a place where she has to be guarded, that means that the other people aren't vulnerable to the person that's trying to kill her. So obviously Victoria is going to breach the battle and let that be the distraction while mm-hmm. she goes and hunts down Bella. Again, strategically, I don't know why you would remove her from everybody. You know right. what I mean? Um, there is one more sequence that I want to talk about before we get up in the mountains and we see the, that whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah, I know exactly because, what it is. <laughs> um, weirdly, before she gets a tent in the mountains to be solitary and protected, she gets a bed in the Cullen's house to be protected so she has somewhere to sleep, uh, which I guess was them setting up a bedroom for her to stay there so she could be a vampire when she becomes a vampire, but then oh, it would, yeah. wouldn't need a bed in the first place, so that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I don't need so a bed. she comes up to Edward's door... <laughs> And, and knocks. Yeah, is at the door. <laughs> he comes. He opens the door. He says, oh, "He comes." He, he opens the door and he says, "Why are you outside?" <laughs> and I want y'all to pause with me for a second and think about what I just said. <laughs> he sees her arrive at the door, opens it, and asks her why she's outside. I was crying. I was laughing so hard because that was the line of dialogue that made it through every filter that it has to make. <laughs> that that got through the script. That got the through the editor. That got through the, the director, rewrites. The rewrites. You know what I mean? That made it into the final cut. Somebody of the movie. wrote that into that fucking movie because mm-hmm. there's like I do have enough respect for Robert Pattinson to believe that he didn't come up with that line organically. I don't think Robert Pattinson was allowed to do anything organically in this movie, and that's kind of part of why I think he was like made to be like he was he kind of came across as such a shitty actor you know yeah um but that was that it's one of those lines that it's why are you outside and what's funny is because your door is outside dumbass how else am i going to get inside i got to be somewhere to go somewhere else right she just appears behind him why are you inside right why like you know what i mean that's stupid why are you inside your house right now because i invited you over yeah why are you outside of my house because you invited me over (laughs) so she makes it upstairs sees the bed and everything and decides i almost fast forwarded through this decides that like her condition before like if if she has to wait until marriage to get turned into a vampire she has to have sex before they get married for whatever reason bell is horny with all this going on which again which is just weird i'm kind of horny with all this not going on yeah right (laughs) right um and edward's like bella no <laughs> I might hurt you, and she. There's this whole exchange where, like, they they if my all... labia hits your labia too hard, it might shatter it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a smaller clit than she did, or something. He was he was like scared. He was like nervous. <laughs> fucking pulls it out, whacks it against it, <laughs> shatters her pelvis. <laughs> her pelvis. <laughs> um. So. They don't have sex despite like almost having sex, and it's like whatever. Again, we didn't need this sequence at all. Um, this was the most high school scene I have seen in my entire life, which is disgusting because he's 117 years old. I know. <laughs> in some ways, it is a lot like high school. Um, but he's talking about like the life that he wants to have with her or whatever, and in in between, the, he gives this little. Mm. <laughs> One more time, he goes. He, he this little. Mm. 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 and i've never heard that before dude and i had just got done crying and i lost it after that i made i made this man rewind this <laughs> and i missed on the first one he goes no you, you, got, you, you gotta, gotta you gotta up. go back you gotta go back farther. it was so fucking good it was so fucking good. i just love you bella because <laughs> because this is the thing 
they acted that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> With the director of 30 Days of Night. This is fiction that still happened in real life. You know what I mean? And he kept that little whimper moan in there, whatever that was. It David was Slate's just like not hilarious. even looking at the monitor. He's like, that was great. And I can't believe more people don't talk about that whole scene. Yeah. I, I, everybody talks about it. This is the skin of the killer, Bella. And as if you could outrun me. Why isn't that I'll scene say, a meme? That's the failed meme format. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> like there are some gems in that sequence of dialogue. So, so we get a cuck scene and nothing happens. Uh <laughs> And then we go to the top of the mountain. For whatever reason. I don't know why she's safer on top of the mountain than she is in the house. This is what fucked me up, was they gave Jacob, Kristen Stewart, or Bella, to carry to the top of the mountain that Edward was already fucking at. (laughs) Race, you bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what the... (laughs) Edward looks at him and just goes, thank you. And he goes, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, man. I'm still gonna fuck your girlfriend later. <laughs> Give me some skin. He's just he's just Gary from Pokemon. <laughs> Gary was here. Ash is a loser. <laughs> In this tent, this fucking blizzard happens for no reason, which again, why you can presumably see the weather report also we have decided where this battle is gonna be Uh, why did we pick the top of the mountain we're gonna put this fragile little girl up here that like kills herself every time she sneezes you know (laughs) it's like is is a complete liability oh she's gonna she's gonna be she's gonna get frostbite and lose her toes if she doesn't cuddle up next to my warm wolf balls yeah like which not even the wolf balls part (laughs) i'm trying to figure out why she was cold in the first place because she's in like polar gear you know like that gore-tex shit that fucking uh what's his name wears in seinfeld (laughs) (laughs) the vandalay um but also in like a thermal sleeping bag designed for this kind of weather. And, and she's like shivering, shivering. Now, I've been camping before. I've never been camping in the North Pacific Northwest. Does it? Why get, the fuck would you? Does it get minus 50 out there? I mean, like genuinely asking, like, does Probably. it does it get minus 50 in the mountains of Seattle or the mountains of Washington? Because that was like, why aren't y'all prepared for this weather at all? Because obviously we got to get Jacob cuddled up next to her because he radiates so much warmth. And that's the thing is like, it's not even one of those like stories got to progress somehow. Like, <laughs> And it was funny because I love this sequence from Edward where you can see him like visibly like in distress. And it's, it's like one of those few moments that Robert Pattinson actually gets to act a little bit. And he's like, I actually can't help her, <laughs> you know, dog. If I, <sighs> it was funny. If somebody was speaking to me the way that Jacob was speaking to Edward when he was like cuddled up next to Bella and keeping her body warm while with cuddled his shirt. up next to your partner with no shirt on, yeah, I would choke him to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be real awkward for Bella when she wakes up next to the other man that she loves with no pulse anymore because this motherfucker. Was... Bella dies <laughs> yeah. because she's no longer capable of receiving warmth. But at least you killed the guy. <laughs> No, because you know what you do is you run her back down the fucking mountain. <laughs> you, you take her home. Be, because, <laughs> you be, just put her in the bed you bought for her <laughs> in the heated house. Because that was my thing, too. Why didn't they just get like a fucking Airbnb? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
they drive Porsches and they can't get a sleeping bag that can keep her warm in this mountain when her when we've got fucking tribes of like indigenous people and like the only sane settled down vampire family in the whole Pacific Northwest fucking trying to protect her. We're going to put her in a little snow globe and <laughs> let her just rot up there. Like because that's the thing is like I, I the only thing that makes sense in my head is the fact that they are trying to make it so that they don't make a big enough eruption so that the Volturi come and fucking kill the Cullens for whatever fucking reason. There's still no reason for them to be at the fucking top of this mountain. They could have, no, they literally could have just been like at the bottom of the lake and it would have been the same shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Except people wouldn't have just like fallen off of the mountain right. and been like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and they, I don't remember where Seth is in terms of the hierarchy of the tribe, but I don't feel like he was one of the he, main ones. He's not the alpha. Yeah. I know that. I don't even know who the alpha is. Yeah. It's Sam. It's Sam. Yeah, the, the black wolf. Okay. Yeah. I figured because yeah. like, that's like he's how the they use one. I just figured that's how they use color. Yeah. <laughs> It's written by a Mormon. Like, I don't... Black wolves are stronger than other wolves. (laughs) They have extra jaw muscles to fucking cut into vampires. (laughs) We're going to get canceled. (laughs) I don't don't either. (laughs) If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. We're going to have a lot more free time if we get canceled. Yeah, (laughs) I guess. But, yeah, it it was wild to me that, like... They had her at the top of the mountain to like. <laughs> the snow spirit was angry that night. <laughs> because we wake up to like four inches of snow. Right. And again, I just don't. I, the way she was dying in that be- in that sleeping bag was more like eight feet of snow to me. You I know was going to say, because yeah. I've watched like video of people like climbing Everest that are sleeping on the side of it yeah. in, in like a hang tent. In shorts. In shorts. <laughs> a dude climbed Everest in shorts. He's got like low iron or something, dude. Like it's Not enough iron there. in the blood. <laughs> but whatever. The point being is that the army of vampires captained by Victoria, who's not here, arrives. Mm-hmm. The Cullens are in like victory formation. <laughs> you know? They look like the opening to the Matrix. <laughs> they look like they're about to kneel it out. <laughs> <laughs> and take home the win. They're all just Kaepernicks. <laughs> Putting it down. 100%. <laughs> they charge, they fight, the wolves arrive, they all fight. Um, these vampires do not look like they're at their fiercest. No, because Jasper walks up to five punches them in the face so hard that they fucking die they explode because i looked at uh, i looked at eric and i was like why is there like frost and shit like mm-hmm. blowing off are they just dead now mm-hmm. because like <laughs> yeah there was like no secondary thought there was no fight they just right. <laughs> they just they just explode and also guess what he did go for the obvious kill right. without their heads they're mm-hmm. powerless <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Alice does her cool flippy shit. Yeah. Carlisle does like some decapitation. And her L word haircut. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I, so that's happening. Um, so there's a uh, go back up to the top of the mountain and Edward is there. And uh, beep, 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 what's the guy's beep, name? Beep. Riley. 
No, is, I think it was Seth. Well, Seth is the the wolf, but Riley is the oh the, the other fake vampire vampire yeah, boyfriend yeah, yeah. that we introduced at the beginning yeah. of the movie just purely for this role. Victoria's cock, yeah, yeah. And Victoria's up in the tree, like, no, I love you. And Vic- Edward's like, she obviously doesn't love you. She had a mate before she met you, and I killed him. That's why you're here because you're doing her work for you, you know, for yeah. her and that kind of thing. And she's like, <laughs> he's looking at her like that's the same stuff I was just asking you about a week ago, and I've never met this dude, and he just validated everything <laughs> that I've. <laughs> everything that i've been saying <laughs> and she's like no i love you though <laughs> it's like that scene in saw seven where the two dudes wind up killing the girl that's cheating on both of them <laughs> yeah. they go and get a bagel afterwards yeah. <laughs> bro bro see you in bro, the gym bro bro <laughs> so this fight happens riley and edward kind of go back and forth seth basically like solos riley i mean he like removes him from the fight and seth gets like knocked unconscious but only for a minute and that's kind of what i said in like the the thing was like he looks like somebody that would get bodied by edward Mm -hmm. and that's saying a lot because edward is the weakest cuck in Mm -hmm. this entire like vampire clan like and we saw we've literally seen that time and time and time again and i can't even believe that like carlisle gets bodied by him earlier right i refuse to believe that that is the only hill that i will die on in this series i think carlisle needed edward to get some experience points okay it doesn't help by letting him win (laughs) it's kind of like switch training in pokemon though where you've Uh, you've got to get that metapod to a uh, butterfree so you got to throw it in there for half the battle and then switch to your charmeleon you know what i mean yeah but if he swag battles too too high for experience he doesn't learn sleep powder yeah you do have to win those fights. No, I don't know. <laughs> I was a drill guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, in case anybody was wondering that's listening to this cast, this I'm dude, actually a Butterfree professional. This dude fucking worships Butterfree. Dude. <laughs> it's, it's so cute because you wouldn't know it by looking at him. And then we battle and you get bodied by a team of Butterfrees. <laughs> his, team, his Pokemon team is just six Butterfrees. <laughs> I had a dude one time who was like, what the fuck do you mean that it can learn Giga Impact? Butterfree, baby. <laughs> and I, I made the comment and I still kind of wish Seth had died. <laughs> I was like, if he dies, it's totally on him. Yeah. And there's like this distraction scene where he like looks over at what's happening with... Uh, edward and victoria and then like riley gets up and just kicks him in the face and he hits the he fucking rock off a boulder <laughs> he, lo- he falls asleep he looked like when fucking seth rogan was in pineapple express and he falls in the woods and hits the fucking rock uh, <laughs> car <laughs> that shit was that shit was so good it was so good not this movie the pineapple yeah. express but yeah, pineapple express is actually a decent movie the movie is top tier. When they fucking throw their phones because they get all paranoid. <laughs> oh, they can triangulate these things. Why'd you throw the phone? I was trying to hit that tree. Which one? That one. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey doesn't go back in Pandora's box, man. <laughs> Victoria climbs out of her tree, comes after Edward. Edward really doesn't have a... has like no problem handling victoria either yeah you know what i mean even and though it's she's like, supposed to be like a fucking apex well and everything we know about victoria is that she's in vengeant vampire mode the kind that kills tribes of indigenous people you know what i mean and like um and she can't yeah she can't beat edward in a fight because because <laughs> he even like starts taunting her she's like i know you why you want to kill bella you don't have to run we can just end this it's because i killed james it's because i beat his bitch ass because i burned his bitch ass i, I called his- him the f word nutted <laughs> on him before i was done like- 
I turned him to and then ass. I, then I kissed him. <laughs> that orange flavored motherfucker. <laughs> so she charges. He kind of like flips over her and just like rips her head off. And it's like, oh, that's it. You know. But he like bites her. That's yeah. that's the weird part. Is like. Yeah. You're just like, <laughs> like, I think it's one of those things like if there's like a crack and you put a nail in it, it like shatters. Like, you know what I mean? Like if like if you strike these vampires, you know what suck, I mean? I, dude. Yeah, like, these like, vampires fucking suck. I, I don't know. He like bites her head <laughs> off without actually biting her head off and just kind of leaves her body there. Then then he has a lighter and he throws it. She immediately catches on fire. <laughs> Because apparently vampires are flammable. That position was so funny because, like, obviously her head was separated from her body. Mm -hmm. So her body was, like, perpendicular to the ground and her head was just looking up in the sky. (laughs) They go over it. They talk about you can't really kill a vampire until you burn it. Can you, like, Wolverine that shit and, like, surgically reattach a head? But see, they... well, I guess they burn James, but I don't even remember that happening in Twilight. They, they, you see it in the background, and that's what's uh, so okay. funny about that is because Edward didn't actually kill James. Like, yeah, like Alice and Alice Emmett and beat Jesper, the fuck out of that dude. Like she yeah. jumps on that dude's shoulders and takes his head off of it. <laughs> you know, it, it's it was like okay, um, but yeah, they do burn Emmett in a bonfire in a ballet. And studio. this is the first time that we've. seen... I don't know how they covered that up. But this but, is the first time we've seen, or I've seen, you know, throughout the series, like dismemberment. So there's mm-hmm. like ice. Yeah. And shit in between. Was there even a fight in New Moon, like of any kind? I don't think there no, was. No, Lamont just dies. Yeah, right. <laughs> he gets bodied by right. like eight wolves. Yeah. <laughs> they learned you don't go in one at a time. You, <laughs> eight to one is how you kill a vampire with werewolves. Apparently, that's the ratio. Um, but yeah, so everyone survives. Um, Jacob gets his ass like cracked by one though yeah. i mean he he gets wrapped up and it like breaks all of his ribs he made that one mistake yeah. don't let him wrap you up which i guess is the one mistake i don't yeah. know um but they, they try to keep doing that it's not pavlov's gun what's the what's it called um it's someone's gun i don't know it might be pavlov's gun it's the idea that if you see the gun in the in one scene it has to go off in the following and that's what okay. that's what a lot of these scenes were Pavlov's gun makes sense. Yeah, and it's it's so well. I think I was mixing it up with Schrodinger's, which this is not. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I, but it it was like so much of this movie revolved around it to the point where it was like I just kind of wanted to throw up. Yeah, like yeah. (laughs) I get it. I know Bella is gonna fucking distract the vampire with the story that we heard in the last Mm -hmm. fucking act. Like, (laughs) and and it was what it was. The Volturi do show up. Um, and Jane's like, Hey, how come you're not a vampire yet? And she's like, because we set a wedding date for like way later than we told you we were going to. Hmm, okay. You know, and but it's like, there's a little girl, there's a little you. girl that they've decided to take in because she's like vulnerable and doesn't, you know, that they gave asylum to yeah. that. I felt like that was a really important term because that was like, that felt like legal wording. You know what well, I mean? It, it That's felt... like sanctuary. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And it felt like in this scene, the Volturi get to completely override anything because everyone stepped out of the way Mm -hmm. and let Jane's henchmen just fucking slaughter this kid Mm -hmm. that we didn't get to see. So it kind of sucks. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I I just feel like if you want to put it in the movie, put it in. Mm -hmm. Like, otherwise, stop being a little pansy about it. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) yeah. I don't know what the rule is on kid deaths in movie and like ratings and that kind of thing. Because, like, kids can definitely die in movies that are like G and PG and PG 13. It happens all the time. Yeah. I don't know if you can. Bridge to Terabithia. I don't know if you can. I watched a child drop. (laughs) 
to her death. Right. <laughs> I, I just don't know if you can physically, like, assault a child to death in a movie, vampire or otherwise, and have it be. They would just do it the same way that they did the entire fight scene, because that's what fucking sucks about these fights, mm-hmm. is it's literally like one punch, man. Like, it you is. Just, you just hit it, and it dies. And they did the same thing with the henchman. It came up and, like, did, like, the claw rip or mm-hmm. whatever and cut to black, mm-hmm. and that was it. But, like, they didn't actually put any focus on what was happening. I would have rather seen the reactions right. of everybody that just Horrified, let, right. That, that just let this shit happen. And then they have to make eye contact with each other and know that that was fucked up and we probably should have done something yeah. about that, but we're scared little bitches and don't want to. Exactly. And it's stupid because, obviously, they fight the Volturi in the next movie. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, exactly. it's, it's, so it's just one of those things. It's establishing this power um, that's not going to matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it all does come to a head in Breaking Dawn 2. Yeah. So um, that's kind of it for this movie, I think. Um, there it is, ends in a flower field. We're in the flower field again, and I forget what they even talk about. Like I don't care. Yeah. I hate these two characters more than anyone <laughs> <Yeah>. else. <laughs> right. Right. So that's it. I hate Edward. I hate Bella. I hate Jacob. <laughs> like I, I just I just hate all but of Charlie's them. But Charlie's great. Char- Charlie is the most acceptable character that is in this fucking film. <laughs> You're not bad for a five, eh? <laughs> oh, man. I don't feel like I have final thoughts. I feel like I said everything I wanted to say about this movie. Did you have any other things you wanted to go over? Um, Stephanie Meyer is a racist. This movie sucks, and I cannot believe that you are a bigger fan of Daniel Day-Lewis than Jeffrey Irons. And that's really about all. That's all I have. I can't believe that I learned this much today. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> He'll come around. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, we will see y'all for we're, uh, we we decided we're just going to do uh, one breaking. I was going to say, we'll right? go ahead and announce this. I am going to let him watch a highlight video on YouTube of Breaking Dawn Part One, because as, uh, I'm going to watch it. As all of you know. OK, I'm going to watch it. As all of you know, you feel like you just got to uh, honor the carnia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't worry, Homer. It's carnival. <laughs> It really just is one of those movies where it's just about her getting pregnant, getting married, having the baby, and turning into a vampire. That's yeah. that's all that happens in that movie. It's yeah. it's as inconsequential as New Moon is, mm-hmm. and it is only setting up part two. The thing that sucks about it is I know they made it into a part one, part two thing just so they could get one more movie out of this franchise yeah. before it ended. Absolutely. Cause, and that's the thing. It's like, we're at the money-grubbing part, but I guess, I don't know what CGI Wolves cost. But I do know that Stephanie Meyer is a cunt. <laughs> cunt. Thanks, Molly, for opening that door. And now I feel uh, comfortable saying mm-hmm. that. So, <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, and thank you guys once again for joining us. We're Creeks. It cracks. And we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. And we'll see y'all for Breaking Dawn and Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> chaos. Chaos. <laughs>